0: You know, I wish I knew how to like truly, truly rap, you know, not white boy rap, because this is a pretty, pretty great beat here, you know? Hey, what's up, everybody? This is the uh, Zach Dressler Show. Welcome to the third episode. I am Zach Dressler. Uh, Thank you for tuning in. Uh, Please like and subscribe to the channel and check us out, uh, the the audio version on, um, you know, Spotify, Apple, uh, Stitcher. Amazon? Are we on Amazon, too? I tried. Oh, that's fine. Whatever. Um, we, there's plenty it's of pending. It it's, it's pending. Plenty. I don't really know many people that use Amazon or Amazon Music. It's usually Apple or Spotify. I know a couple people do Pandora. Uh, but anyway, welcome to the show. Again, in I'm all Zach markets. What's yeah. that? We're in all the markets. We're in all the Sorry, markets. Yeah, yeah. We're all in all the markets. Uh, that is Indy, uh, my producer. Hi, I'm Indy. Uh, Good to meet you. Today we got a really fun show. Uh, you know, this is um, it's gonna be like a holiday themed show. This is gonna come out, you know, right before Christmas. It's uh, Hanukkah. Last day, last night of Hanukkah, eighth night of Hanukkah was
1: yesterday. Hey, Mazel! Yeah. Thank you. Do you, you say Thank Mazel you. on the first and the last? Can you? Where's as a goy? How do you? How do you? You can you say Mazel, mazel. top for anything. You can say Mazel uh um, like mazel yeah i mean it's it, the top there's different as, a, as an outsider right right i mean
0: there's for for hanukkah there's it like I, I think i mentioned this last week hanukkah is not a high holy day um is the least uh, i no, think not no it's not at all it's passover yom kippur rosh hashanah those are like the main main three very religious holidays um and you you don't say you don't you definitely do not say on um uh, on uh, Yom Kippur, you definitely do not say Mazel Tov because okay. it's a day of atonement. <laughs>
1: oh, uh, oh, yes, of course.
0: Rosh Hashanah, I don't think you say, you know, you say Shana Tovah, uh, Sameach, you know, different, you say different uh, Hebrew and Israeli and, and Jewish things, but not Mazel Tov. Uh, but that,
1: that's a celebration, right? It's like, Yay.
0: What for? Right. Maz- mazel? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You, what's you know, the translation? It's good things, good hey, things. Yeah. yeah, it's like it's good like, things. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so, hey, Mazel, yeah, Mazel. mazel. You usually, say it like a bar mitzvahs, at weddings, anything you know, at, at a bris, someone giving yeah. birth. Those are the times you uh, want to bris. say it. Or getting a new job, whatever it may be. Um, never ever say it at a funeral, obviously. But uh, this. Uh, <laughs> i will say i was disappointed in my hanukkah my hanukkah traditions this year i did not make not one night i wanted to do one a different one every night but not one night tonight i did not make uh, any potato latkes potato pancakes mm. uh, i really want to do like a different one every night like try russet potato do like fingerling potatoes sweet potatoes um but you know what the days just got uh you know and here's the other thing <laughs> uh it 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 smells uh when you fry oil it, it, in the house you know whether you're making and and jews like to fry a lot of things falafel potato latkes the house oh, really? tends to, oh yeah the house smells i remember my father oh uh which we'll get to in a second uh, i remember my father uh used to make falafel all the time my mom used to hate it because she'd open up all the windows in the house because it was smell and in the winter it was brutal especially in new york because it's cold <laughs> but he we would open up the house we make falafel and it was delicious speaking of my father uh-huh. He is coming on the show tonight. Uh-huh. He is the very first guest oh. of the Zach Russell show. This is going to be great. This is going to be interesting. Uh, I love my father. My father is, uh, I would say, my best friend. Um, I don't know how other people feel about their dads. I know some people don't have very good relationships with their father. Uh, I do. Um, I love my dad. I mean, obviously, we always we bicker, we fight. But uh, we're, he's going to come on. We're gonna talk, uh, you know, all good things. We're gonna talk about Festivus. Um, you know, he he is from the Holy Land. He is from Israel. He was born there, um, he is Jewish. Uh, You know, growing up, I think he was, they were Orthodox. I mean, half of his, most of his family is, uh, is Orthodox or at least kosher. And I think he uh, gave that up when he moved uh, from Israel to Brooklyn and especially when he had us. Uh, I remember when we went to, when I was like Jesus, 9, 10 years old, we went to um, one of my cousin's bar mitzvahs, and that was an ultra-Orthodox wedding. I mean, ultra-Orthodox, it was men on one side, women on the— Oh, no, excuse me, at a wedding. Excuse me, we we went to bar mitzvahs and weddings. But at the wedding, it was men on one side, women on the other side. Really? And you couldn't see each other. That's how. I mean, that's how religious it was. And it was kosher, glot kosher food, which isn't too bad. But when you're a kid and you don't— and you're not raised on klaw kosher, you don't understand food, you know, taste and everything. It tastes like crap. Yeah, you're you know, used to the Doritos. Yeah, there's no right? flavor to it. <laughs> yeah. um, and so I remember we were sitting there at the, I was sitting there at the table, and my cousins come to me, aren't you going to eat your food? And I looked them in the eye. I was like, no, me and my dad going to get Burger King after this. <laughs> and they were like, <gasps> because blasphemy. <laughs> yeah, kosher, kosher Jews don't eat um, Burger King. But uh, my father's coming on the wonderful, the talented, the man who made me, Eli Dresler. Eli Eli big name. as many as my friends call him Biggie uh, and nobody ever calls him mr. Dressler so uh, Andy don't call him uh, mr. Dressler tonight when you know you talk to him you can call him e Eli Sen- big your e. Dressler you can call him Senor Dressler. I don't think anybody <laughs> ever called him that but you can call him that though big Papa E I mean, you know, he's got a bunch of nicknames my my dad my dad um, Emulates coolness like to a level that I will never ever 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 uh, reach when I was in high school, um, you know my friends would come over and ask, "Hey, where's your dad?" You know, even though they were coming to hang out with me, they would want to hang out with my dad more. Or my, you know, my da- when my dad would pick us up, he would always play cool music. I mean, even the girl that took my virginity in high school, she asked me if she could take my dad to prom. You know, I mean that's how that's how cool he is. I mean, he's they love him. People love E. Um, but we're gonna talk about the holidays. We're gonna talk about Festivus. My dad's a huge Seinfeld guy, so we're gonna talk about Festivus. Nice. And uh, you know the for the uh, rest of us, rest of us for the rest of us. And uh, you know we're gonna talk about we got a lot of problems with people. We're gonna we're gonna air our grievances.
1: <laughs> How you I doing, man? It. I love it. No, I, I'm doing good. I'm you know uh, I'm I'm glad we're we're doing the show. It, it you know it, it uh, brings us uh, a a peek to my week. As yeah. they say, yeah. yeah. I mean,
0: we we still I we still you know. There's that. times where we we're supposed to do this every Wednesday. It's now Friday. You're not going to know anyway when you're watching this because it's going to come up sometime next week. But uh, I hope everyone's having a good holiday season, considering yeah. you know everything that's going on. Um, especially in LA, it's uh, we are the now the epicenter of the of the coronavirus.
1: Yeah, one uh, in three people, y'all. Is
0: it one in three people? Yeah, Jesus. And just in case everyone's, I go over this every single show. Indy and I are extra socially distanced out he is in another room we can see each other through a door uh you know i wore a mask coming in we sanitize we're we're good
1: we're yeah Gucci. we're like 15 12 to 15 feet away i'd say yeah. so uh, we're safe we're doing it and uh you know everything was uh, sanitized prior to his arrival and uh <laughs> and uh we, we all should be uh we should be
0: fine yeah we should be yeah everything is gonna be fine um I mean, uh, the vaccine started going out. That's pretty great. One of my friends, who's a doctor on the front lines, he got vaccinated today uh, by Pfizer. You know, shout out to him. I'm not going to shout his name out because he's a private man, but uh, I'm happy that you know he feels safe. His family feels safe. Uh, he took the uh, vac- <laughs> <laughs> Pfizer <laughs> vaccine. Pfizer vaccine. You taking the the vaccine uh, through the eye eyeballs um, and and. Uh, you know he said that it you know it pinched like I ever know if you ever people gotten a flu shot when you get a flu shot your arm hurts for a couple of days he yeah. said it didn't hurt as bad he didn't have any side effects that were uh, you know mentioned that they might have so I mean I, I you know it's good things are coming it's happening it's gonna take a while you know I was talking to friends today I have friends that have weddings in in June and July my brother's getting married next October you know hopefully by then the majority of American public will have been vaccinated I know people probably, won't because there's a lot of anti-vaxxers out there uh which is kind of crazy the anti-vaxxers usually mix with the anti-maskers you know mm. and uh that's a whole it's just so weird man yeah um but uh wanted to let's move on to our fitness update here so Ooh, uh, you've been
1: looking slimmer i gotta say
0: i appreciate that i don't know why i i honestly i i've just been do, i just started i know we talked last podcast about doing that or excuse me i don't I know I talked about last show about doing this, doing 30 day challenges. Uh, so on Wednesday, about two days ago, I started my 30 day, 100 per day push up challenge. Um, and my man boobs are very, very sore. Um, because I'm, I'm trying to also get back into my regiment of working out. Like I've, you know, pe- people who, ha- who know me for the past three years or pretty much all my life, or if you're not tuning in, um, I'm on an everlasting lifelong fitness journey. You know, uh, I not a yo-yo diet, but you know, I there's moments. Yo-yo, yo-yo
1: diet. Do I? You think I yo-yo diet? No, I'm not saying you do, but you. you, you, you gotta what admit I go from it. fat to thin, thin to fat? No, it's not fat to thin, thin to fat. It's see, everybody fluctuates.
0: Absolutely, you know. Well, I mean, that's fluctuation. I'm everyone, not saying
1: I'm not saying you do that. You, no, you fluctuate. No, I do fluctuate, yeah. and there's times when I'm very regimented in
0: terms of what I'm eating and my my workout schedule. Like when I'm when I'm on it. I mean, I'm on it. I'm six days a week in the gym and I'm, you know, watching my calories, watching the carbs I'm eating, that whole thing. Uh, And there's, you know, there's times, especially around the holidays, I just don't give a crap. You know, I'm just going to eat whatever I want. I'm going to enjoy the holidays. And I think, I think, I think that's what people forget to do is that, like, you know, I think people think that, like, they have to be this way. And yes, being healthy is a life change. You know, but there's things in life that you want to enjoy, and sometimes those things that you want to enjoy aren't always the healthiest things. And um, you know, in a life change, it's it's all about balance. You know, it's very about balancing. You know, uh, your as uh, uh, who's the actor that said it? It was in Training Day. You got to balance your smiles and cries. (laughs) It's all about the smiles and cries, and that's what it is with dieting. But I've uh, I've started doing this this routine. Um, I've been working out, and you know. I've never done these 30 day challenges on top of working out like squat challenges, you know, burpee challenges, push-up challenge. I've never done these before. Jake I've, Hoyt. What's that? It was Jake Hoyt. Jake Hoyt. Thank you. <laughs> yes. But who was the actor? It was, uh, uh, who was the actor that played Hoyt? Uh, uh famous guy too. It wasn't like, it wasn't like his first, it wasn't like his first,
1: um, oh, he was right first there.
0: rodeo here. I mean, there's Denzel Washington, Ethan Hawke, Ethan Hawke. Of yeah. course. Knew was someone big. He's gotta control your big, smiles and Big, but kind of forgettable a little bit. He's never been to me like an... I mean, he was a lead in this, but he was a second lead. Denzel was right. the lead to me. Oh, of course. When you, know? you think of Training Day, you think it's Yeah, just that. yeah, yeah, yeah. of course. Yeah. yeah, Absolutely. I mean, you think a lot of guys in Training Day that are in there. I mean, you got Dr. Dre that's in there. Uh, you know, there's a lot of good actors that are in there. Um, and then what's her name, too? Um, Ava Mendez. Yes, I I don't know if that was her, one of her first roles, but I think it was one of her early early roles. Was a uh, was Training Day? Uh, she played um, Denzel Washington's um, sugar mom, not sugar mom, but like you know,
1: yeah, yeah, baby mama. Yeah,
0: um, but you know, back on this, as my stomach was hanging out from the bottom of my shirt, there <laughs> a little sneak peek for you guys. Um, You know, I'm I'm, this this journey is always is never ending But I've never done something where I'm doing a challenge on top of working out And so I started doing my push-up challenge the other you know a couple days ago and then at the same time doing my workouts You know at home and when I did chest and triceps the other day I could barely do any chest workouts. It was I mean it is it's still sore. It's still like it touch. It hurts it hurts to touch you know, my cat jumped on me the day when I was sleeping, and it was like a typewriter on their chest, and it just hurt so much. Um, but, I, you know, like I said, the hardest thing is, like, you know, it's it's not doing the push-ups throughout the day. That's easy. I can do, like, 10 every other hour, and, I you know, I get through it. Uh, it's 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 the other workouts I'm doing on top of this. It just it makes me super, super, super sore. Yeah. Um, so I mean, have you done it? I know you were thinking about doing it with me. Have you no, given it a shot? Um, I didn't let you know. I, that's that's my fault. But
1: yeah, you know, yeah, I'm. I could have reached. I could have. I could have taken initiative, which I didn't do. Yeah. Uh, but uh, it's okay. Yeah. I think. I think we both. Uh, there was a lack of communication. It's fine. Yeah, Listen, that's again,
0: fine. Again, again, you're also. You're going on vacation this week from work, bud. So I don't. Oh, expect, two I, weeks. I don't there. expect you to do much other than just hang out with your girl, watch some great TV indulge in some
1: some christmas
0: some New Year's, yeah, christmas,
1: some some New Year's. are
0: you gonna are you gonna go anywhere for christmas i know you're you're from the california yeah
1: state. uh i grew up in san diego uh my dad lives down there um so uh we're gonna get some rapid tests me and my girlfriend and it's just gonna be me my dad my girlfriend so Three uh, a th- a threesome Christmas as they have as they have them here in San Diego <laughs> threesome Christmas,
0: <laughs> fantastic yeah it should so. be fun though it's gonna be fun though
1: yeah yeah you know get away for a little while we got a
0: Christmas tree finally oh a little tiny one like a little Charlie Brown Christmas tree because we have a cat and they, we put up lights around our house before we got the tree like inside and the cat has already like chewed through two light bulbs so we got a tiny tree to put it on a shelf so this way she wouldn't mess with it. Cats, man, they're terrorists. Jeez, they are terrorists. But um, I think I think we're gonna get my dad on right here. I think we Let's should get do my it. dad on. Or do we want do we want to do do we want to do like sports and gaming first, or what's on TV, or do we should we just go
1: into talking to my dad? Let's talk to your dad. I mean, he's right. gonna be the uh, cream of the crop here. Yeah,
0: for yeah. This podcast, it's course. gonna be it's gonna be it's gonna be fun. We're, we'll go over some silly news, with my father. Uh, obviously, we're gonna talk about. Um, Festivus and uh, what, uh, you know, who, who's, you know, who's, who is he upset about? Is it family members? Uh, I have a feeling it's going to be a lot of uh, news, like politicians. My dad's a very, uh, he hates Trump and he hates most of the GOP. So he might, he might, the problem, the people he might have problems with that he wants to hear about might be these people. I don't think (laughs) we will probably get into it. I mean, I'm going to, I'm going to poke and prod and see if I can, you know, see if he can. Of course crap on some of the family members but I doubt he will my father is very very scary man yeah,
1: you gave the disclaimer <laughs>
0: alright let's bring him on let's do it alright so let me let me send them okay let me join the room first right what if he's like there ready to go I wouldn't be surprised so if my dad's at right.
1: Any time, so you can just you you can like be on there for a second and then go, hey, we're we're gonna start in a second.
0: Okay, let me text him,
1: <clears throat> or we can just go right into it if he's not. <laughs> or you can like curate it for something that you would know he would go off the best like if he if he wouldn't do much with the the cannibal sandwich or tom cruise but he would do better with the mexico taken thing yeah <laughs> you know like just go with what he would like yeah, yeah. like hook on first and oh. have a really cool opinion on you know kind of a thing
0: I think he's popping on. Okay. You got to unmute yourself, Pop. And show (laughs) your face.
1: Is your volume up too? Oh, maybe it's not. No, it's up. Okay. Volume is up.
0: There he is. I can't hear you. Can I hear? Is the Bluetooth connected? Hold on, Bob. Oops, that's not what I wanted. I didn't want that. How's that? Ah, there you go. There you go. I can hear you now. All right. How you doing? I'm doing
2: well. How about you?
0: Good, good, good. Um, well, uh, you know, we'll just get into it a little bit here, just in terms of, like, how are you? You know, just the pleasantries, how much I love you. We'll talk about uh, <laughs> Hanukkah. Do you love me? I mean, maybe. We'll see. No, we'll see Shockey Khan,
2: good.
0: Yeah, we'll talk about Shot Khan. Okay. Well, and we're just going to talk some news headlines and obviously talk about Festivus, you know, and who who this year uh, you have gripes with and uh, airing of the grievances. Okay. Okay.
2: <laughs> sounds, sounds good to me. Just tell me when we're starting and start the questions. All right.
0: All right. Well, uh, as I mentioned, at the top of the show, uh, my very first guest on this show, uh, for many shows to come. But the very first guest I'm going to have is my dad, Eli Dressler. Welcome to the show, Pop.
2: Uh, thank you for having me. It's uh, it's an honor and a privilege. I'm glad to finally you, uh... see. Yeah. To f- to finally see the uh, college education uh, come to uh, full fruition. <laughs> Well, you didn't you didn't
0: pay for that college education. I I mean, we're, you know, it was all loans.
2: Oh, sure. Yeah.
0: So, but it, it's coming it's coming through, you know, like listen, I'm I'm that American university education uh has finally come through. But um uh, thank you for joining me, and I'm glad that you didn't turn on any lights. So this way, people can just see like a nice shadowy figure there
2: with the uh, reflection. Oh, I didn't know! I didn't even know that uh, I'm actually on the video. Should I turn on the lights?
0: If you can, that'd be great. We can, you know, you can give people the tour of the house while we're doing this.
2: <laughs> it would just be
0: nice. Oh, it, sure. When I mean, you know, they want people want to see where I came from. I mean, this is so. This is my well, dad.
2: I would I would have gotten dressed up my best. Uh my best clothing. No, but we don't certainly. need that. that.
0: That's not Listen, I'm wearing a green t-shirt and no one can see my pants. I'm wearing just like Nike sweatpants. You're not wearing pants. Well,
2: how is this? You see that?
0: Yeah, I see it. There you go. Look at look how beautiful this man is, everybody. This is my father. The look man, at
2: that good-looking man.
0: The man who who sprung me from his seed, his firstborn, his favorite, at least that's what he tells me.
2: Uh actually, you were my favorite. I I I mean, you are my favorite. <laughs>
0: Who's the favorite now? Emmett. (laughs) Emmett's probably the favorite.
2: Uh, Emmett, for sure. Yeah,
0: that's because he's there. He's there in Jersey. You know, he didn't run away for like me and Seth.
2: Well, he's here. He, you know, helps out. He doesn't whine. Uh,
0: I never whine. Let's get that. You say I whine? I don't really whine. I don't think I whine. Yeah. See here. We're fighting. I don't know.
2: I don't know. Your Your mother and I used to call you the original whiner from SNL.
0: A dated reference that no one's going to understand on this show.
2: Uh, <laughs> I, I, I am sorry. <laughs>
0: that was oh, the original one was with who? Uh, Martin Short? Uh,
2: no. Um, what's her name? Um, name some of the actresses that were on SNL. Actresses? Gilda Actress. Ratner. Oh, Gilda Radner. But...
0: Martin Short, Eddie and... Murphy. Uh, no. Joe Joe Piscopo. Um,
2: Jane Curtin was the winer. That's it. Jane
0: Curtin. Okay. Okay, fantastic. Right
2: and and her and her husband, Mr Weiner and I forget who that was,
0: but i'm part of that family apparently
2: Yes, you are you were the first winer born
0: I was the only winer according to you Seth didn't want Seth doesn't
2: we born. were we were very we were very proud of you That's why we didn't have kids seven years after you were born.
0: It's true. I actually had to sit you guys down when I was six That's years correct. old, and asked you guys to make right. me a playdate. I remember this conversation because yeah. you always bring it up.
2: Sure, I remember that we were in Brooklyn, in Ditmas Park.
0: And and what I say to you?
2: You sat me and mom down, and you said, um, "I think I need a brother." And we started laughing, and you start to cry because why are you laughing at me? So, so <laughs> and then we, and then you said, "Well." I need a play date. You're no fun.
0: <laughs> I mean, mom was fun. You were you were always busy. You were you know you were man of that. I was busy. You were.
2: I was always traveling. You were. You were. But, yes, uh, I was. How was your Hanukkah? Uh, Hanukkah was great. Amy and I celebrated the eighth day, eight days of Hanukkah, being all alone. Was it nice? But it was lovely. Uh, Amy put on some, uh, some beautiful lights around the. Um, the uh around the greenhouse in colors of blue and white so it was nice. very festive very nice right it was better than festivus
0: well we'll get to festivus in a second did you guys make potato latkes uh,
2: i did not make potato latkes i made oh. instead of brisket uh, i made beef bourguignon the other day
0: yeah you were telling me Yeah, uh, amy was telling me that you made beef bourguignon when she asked for what was she asked for originally she didn't want beef bourguignon she asked for something else
2: she wanted some chicken cutlet or oh, veal milanese. That's
0: it. <laughs> there she is. Amy's there. Hi, Amy.
2: Yeah, Amy. Amy's here. Hi, Amy. Hi, um,
0: So you didn't make any potato latkes? I didn't make any potato latkes either.
2: I didn't make any potato latkes because if I make I I make at least five pounds and both Amy and I can't <laughs> can't have that. Fun. I don't know how to make anything less than five pounds of potato latkes. You, don't, I, I don't think you know me. how
0: to make any anything less than five pounds of anything. When we come home, you, that's correct. You, it's like you go to the slaughterhouse and you get like all the meats possible, and we just make tons of meats.
2: Well, you know, that's because that's because of of you guys. Right. Because you guys are big, big eaters, you know, so I used to cook a lot. And then, you know, once Amy and I were just the two of us, I can't make 30 pounds worth of meat and five pounds worth of uh, potato latkes, you know, it would be 300 pounds. Sounds heavenly, though. And and no one is uh, uh, what do you call it? No one's around except for Emmett to eat all that stuff.
0: Gotcha. Yeah.
2: But and now that he's becoming a, he's becoming a vegan.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. He's not becoming a vegan. His, first of all, his fiance is a vegan. He just eats right. vegan things. He loves meat. He tells me all the time. He's like, Oh, I snuck this in and dad made me this and it's fantastic. I had lamb. I had chicken. It was delicious. Don't tell Kate.
2: <laughs> you know, no, she knows because she, she texted me one time and she said, you know, did you make him lamb? And I said, why? He goes, he smells like a lamb. <laughs> <laughs> how do
0: you feel? How do you feel about how do you feel about having a vegan coming into our family? So my brother's getting married next year uh, to this lovely woman, Kate. Uh, you know, and the only thing is she that, you know, we knock her on is that uh, she's a vegan.
2: How do you feel about that? Yeah, yeah, that's a problem. That's a problem. You know, I mean, it's not a problem for me at the moment. Right. Because Emmett's still there. But I'm I'm, wor- I'm worried about it. I'm, I'm concerned. Not worried. I'm concerned that... Um, once they're married and have children, she'll have the influence on the kids not to have any meat. So I won't make ribs and I won't make brisket and I won't make, you know. No, you make a big a slab of tofu chicken. that you
0: can, you know, smoke for 16 hours. You know, a little bit of I've, I've experimented with,
2: with I, 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 would, I experimented a couple of times with making uh, smoked tofu for a burger. It didn't go too well. Okay. Yeah, she and, liked it, but no one else liked it.
0: I mean, you make pretty good uh, portobello mushrooms. I've
2: had those before,
0: which I know is uh, she likes.
2: Right, those. she likes that. Yeah, right. She does like. It.
0: Yeah, I don't know how I feel about the vegan thing. I mean, you know, when she tell I mean, I make fun of her. I hope she doesn't get offended when I make fun of her about that, about that stuff. But
2: I don't, I don't think she. I don't think she gets offended at anything. She like she loves the family, so she'll take it. But, yeah, I don't know about that either. I remember when when uh, Emmett brought her over the first time at the house, and she said she's a vegan. And I'm like, what do you mean? I said, can I make you, uh, you know. I'll make you lamb. Um, but no, she doesn't. She can't eat cheese.
0: Right, because she's vegan.
2: So that's, that's right. Well, I didn't realize that. So... Is there wedding so going to be you know, vegan? I, uh, they're looking at it. I, re- I told you, I think they have, um, they've looked at, uh, this, uh, big barbecue place in, uh, in New Jersey, right. uh, this hall and, uh, they were, they're going to make the brisket and everything else. And then they're going to give her a couple of, uh, vegan dishes. But I think her brother, uh, and her, or her family, someone in her family said, you know, it's your wedding too. It should be all vegan. So her brother I don't said know that. With that, where that Yes.
0: I mean I haven't he's met a guy that, that side. has that I haven't met that side of the family, but I'm already not liking this.
2: Yeah, well he's an, he's actually a good guy. If you've seen him, he's on TV. He was on uh on the Chopped. food channel. Chopped. Chopped, yeah. right. And he won twice first place. He won twi- I didn't know he was on twice. Twice, yeah. Oh, I, wow. I think The first time was fifty thousand and the second time was a hundred thousand.
0: Oh, damn, that's a lot of money.
2: Yeah. So he's I mean, and but his restaurant. Is he vegan uh, too though? No, he's not. And the, His restaurant, the Divine Bar, is uh, phenomenal. I mean, he makes a lot of uh, uh, Korean-type food and, uh, you know, little plates. And very unusual and delicious.
0: Wow, okay. Wow, but an all-vegan wedding? I guess I'm just going to have to eat a lot well, beforehand. It's,
2: it's not, you know— if if they get married in uh, in Pearl River with the smokehouse smokehouses and they still have vegan food, you and I will go across the street. Is another barbecue place? We'll order the food. <laughs> Just bring Eat it back. Come back in.
0: <laughs> yeah, we'll do that. We'll probably do that. Um, yeah. Well, the other holiday that uh, people sometimes recognize, we recognize it because we're huge Seinfeld fans, is Festivus. Um,
2: love that holiday!
0: Before we get into the airing of the grievances and we talk about Festivus, uh, I want to talk to you about Seinfeld because you and I love Seinfeld.
2: You and I live Seinfeld.
0: We live Seinfeld. It's true. We live Seinfeld. Indy loves Seinfeld. I do too. So Indy's my producer. You can't see him right now. unless us say here. I'll turn the computer around. Hi. So see him.
1: I'm way over here. He's way over here. So Hello. we're distance.
0: You can see him. See?
1: Hello. There he is. Hey. I can hear you, but you probably can't hear me. You uh, he froze. No, <laughs> oh, there. I am. How's that? So,
0: with Seinfeld, but here's the thing I find interesting, Dad, with Seinfeld, is that we love it, but the, you don't like Curb Your Enthusiasm. In fact, you hate Curb Your Enthusiasm, because you don't like
2: Larry David. I do. I, because he's, a, he's such a whiner. <laughs> I mean, the But you whole, love me as a whiner. Think, but the guy that created I, I, our, because, ulti- our
0: ultimate favorite show,
2: you hate. I mean, he made the show. It's I, him. I, he is George. I, I understand that. But George didn't whine. He was what are actually you talking about just... No, no, no. He didn't whine in, in that sense. He just he had grievances in his life. He had issues. When I watch when I watched a couple of times Kirby enthusiasm, he was like this this Jewish old Jewish guy. nah, nah, nah. Shut the fuck up. I don't want to hear you. Go back <laughs> to Seinfeld. <laughs> it's fine with me. But I guess he's pretty successful because everyone loves that show.
0: Yeah, it's a great show. I mean I, I, I did you ever watch the season because again you I know you haven't watched a lot of the show but the season where they were doing like a reunion with Seinfeld and they brought the whole cast pack and you know uh George and Elaine they did a whole they did a whole like season about it this like reunion episode. I figured you were like that because Kramer was there the whole But it
2: was it was very good. I like that.
0: But everything else, you didn't watch the last season, which I thought was pretty good. You didn't watch any of them.
2: The last season, no. Okay.
0: What are you watching
2: right now? Quickly. I am watching actually the Food Channel.
0: No, no, not, not currently. Not like in this moment. But what 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 shows? What series are you watching?
2: Uh, no, no series on on uh, regular TV. We've been watching a lot of. Uh... Uh, movies on uh, Netflix on uh, Apple TV a lot of uh, indie Indian uh, Pakistani movies. Oh, okay interesting. Yeah, it's very cool And I've been watching a lot of uh, also the Israeli movies that, that uh, were on the show when uh, Netflix and uh, Prime now do you watch
0: you speak Hebrew you're from Israel do you watch them with subtitles you watch in the, in the actual native language, or do you, you know, how do you watch these? Are they speaking English? What's in,
2: na- in native language, the subtitles are for Amy, but I have to tell you that I haven't, you know, I've left Israel many years ago, but it, it the first couple of episodes, like uh, Fauda, for example, mm-hmm. was a little difficult for me because the words were very, uh, speaking uh, first of all they spoke very quickly uh, right and also the the uh, vocabulary was a lot, a lot better than what i what i left israel but within about two three episodes my accent came back, <laughs>
0: <laughs> but, my accent hallo, came back.
2: Yeah, exactly i turned around to amy i go amy you want to go to bed now you know let's go back uh, to uh, to the country we'll go back to bed we'll move from to and then we go okay <laughs>
0: My dad was the Zohan at one point.
2: I love that show. I, I love that movie. That's a great movie.
0: <laughs> Fantastic. Um, but let's go back to to uh, Festivus, the airing of the grievances. Who who do you get beef with this year? Who do you want to? Who, who do you have problems with? Anybody personally? Um, Me? Uh, anybody oh, in the family? Or
2: well, let, let's start off from the, t- the top. Okay, let's go. To okay, the top. and the last boy. And the last four years, okay, I had my grievances. Is my uh, is what we what I call the deplorable pussy grabbing scum, A.K.A. the motherfucker, A.K.A. Trump. <laughs> this is obviously so not a family show, everybody. So that's that's been my that's the biggest grievance. And now that it's oh, this nightmare is almost over, um, I won't have anyone to pick on. So. And going down from there, I really don't have anybody else I can pick on. Mitch McConnell. Besides, you know, in, well, Mitch McConnell, I mean, he's, he, is, he is who he is. He'll be, he'll be out of here soon. He'll be dead and it's over. <laughs>
0: Jeez. That's uh, true, though. But nobody in the family, not me, no. you know?
2: I don't have any grievances. Well, my grievances with, with you uh, ended a, a while back. We had grievances I think it was about 2 years ago.
0: Oh, we had grievances yeah. two, 2 years ago. I didn't really Okay.
2: Okay. Until two, until 2 years ago. Then it was my it was my issues. I I let that go.
0: What was the issues? Now I want to talk about this. What were the issues? Sure,
2: absolutely. What do you mean? What are the issues? Your let's see. Your personal success and you know by No, you I mean you call, you had some issues with your personal success. You know all uh, all uh, self-induced mm. my anxiety, mm. I think so. You know about your anxiety. You, you, I have the same anxiety. You and I have the same anxiety, but you
0: but here's the difference in you. You keep it under lock. Like you are cool as a cucumber. You're cool as the other side of the pillow. like when i was when I was when we were started the start of the show, I was telling Indy how much like you exude smoothness and coolness. Like you were way cooler than me. When you're we growing up, I feel like the only reason why I had friends was because of you, because of how cool you were. People came over. Actually, you
2: came to me. You came to me one day and you said, "I really don't like you, Dad." And I said, "What's the matter?" He goes, "My friends think you're cooler than I am." And they do. They still do. They still do. Do you remember? Do, <laughs> I, don't know I do about that. I do. I do.
0: Now Indy does too. So now, now I got my producer. And things that, you know. Do you, I mean? I, listen, you are very. Listen, you are. The best dad. I'm not gonna sit here and lie. I mean, I remember when you dropped me off my first high school party, you know, and uh, you were letting me out of the car. You grabbed me and you said, "Listen, I got one favor. Okay, I got one thing to ask of you." And I go, "Okay, what is it?" You're like, "If you're gonna smoke, smoke weed. Don't smoke cigarettes because at least you'll get something from right. it." Right. Right. Do you still smoke weed?
2: Yeah. No. And it. And. and what? Do you still smoke weed? I don't smoke weed. I used to sell a lot of weed. That's how I paid for uh, uh, your mother's and my wedding. Uh, by selling weed? Uh, actually, more than weed, I used to sell weed and and pills and stuff. <laughs> I feel Quaaludes like preludes, especially. I
0: feel like everyone. I feel like everyone in their teens and early twenties did that. I mean, I did that in college. I used to sell my Ritalin.
2: No, 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 no. I I made. I made a lot of money. No, I know. You, In fact, like, if you I, paid for a
0: wedding, you were at least making 20, 30 grand.
2: It, it, so, and, and you know the story. I don't know if you know the story. When uh, uh, I proposed to mom, and then uh, uh, your grandparents met, met for the first time, mom's, par- grand, mom's parents and my parents, and they met. And, um, you know, my mother came over and it goes, uh, I have so many. Uh, how many people are you giving me? So I can invite to the wedding. And Sylvia, your grandmother, said, 40. And my mother was insulted. I have like 100 couples that I know, et cetera. And it was a big fight. Mara, mom comes upstairs at her parents' house because I was in the kitchen. And she starts crying. And she says to me, we're never going to get married. I said, what's the matter? He goes, your parents are arguing about money. I said, oh, I good. knew this was going to happen. I walked downstairs. I grabbed my mother. I grabbed Sylvia. I said, listen, Marilyn and I are going to pay for the wedding. We'll send you an invitation. If you come, you come. If you don't come,
0: okay. That was there. <laughs> very, very that diplomatic was, that way was of
2: hearing and, and that was the money I uh, had, like, 80, 90 grand in the Jesus. bank.
0: Wow. I mean, I don't even have 80, 90 grand in my bank right now. And I'm way we're, we're older than that. Um, right. What... Uh, but was there also turmoil between uh the grandparents because Baum's grandparents were from England and Safdan Saba were from Israel and like you know the you know the Brits oh, for sure. owning the land of Israel and everything
2: Yeah well I don't think that, that was the issue because you know Grandma Sylvia was Jewish so that's not the issue and Grandma Sylvia was British, so she always had this uh, uh, formality with her. And uh, Safta was, you know, an Arab Jew who uh, was just down and dirty. You know, she fought in the in the independence war in Israel. Mm-hmm. So for her, you know, when she heard the British accent, she wasn't too happy about that. Yeah, but. You know, and and she was very, you know, you know, softer. She was a very domineering woman, yeah. and 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 Grandma Sylvia, you know, at that time had the beginning of um, of Parkinson's, not Parkinson's. Um, uh, oh, I forget dementia. Was it just dementia. Um, what does what, uh, what, what um, Wendy Leeds have?
0: Oh. um... Uh... Was, uh, multiple yeah, exactly. sclerosis. Multiple sc- I was going to say mononucleosis, MS. but that's not what she has. She has multiple <laughs> sclerosis.
2: Yeah, she had um, she had MS. So you know, she was also you know deteriorating rather quickly. Yeah, and uh, she didn't like um, uh, Safta because Marilyn uh, gravitated to uh, my mother. You know, because my mother was gregarious and also wasn't sickly. So well, I mean, Safta- know, she, I'm, I'm sure. I, I'm sure she was she was jealous but between uh your grandfather uh henry and uh your saba they were bosom buddies well barry i feel like it was very
0: easy to get along with you know if you could just talk to barry you know he was an,
2: e- an easier guy to get along with right and so was henry
0: yeah absolutely absolutely what i've always you know what i always find interesting about talking about you know um history of the family and everything it's not just with you but like with other family relatives like when we talked when i talked to jeff peleg you know, he speaks about Safda about as, like you said, this, like, you know, domineering woman, this, this force of nature and, you know, how she fought in an independence war. But she, he calls her, he calls her the original terrorist when she was in, yes. when she was in Israel, because she used to yep. sneak weapons across, you know, um, checkpoints that the, the Brits had and all She that. did. Yeah.
2: With, with, with her, with his father.
0: Oh, really? With Jeffrey's father? Yeah, I did not. Uh, Ruben. I did not see. I didn't didn't know that. He never told me that.
2: And she and she followed. She followed in the footsteps of my grandfather, who was from Baghdad, originally born in Mumbai. He used to smuggle not only weapons from from uh, Asian countries uh, through uh, Iran and through Baghdad and through Jordan, Egypt to get into Israel, uh, but he used to smuggle weapons.
0: Man, this is crazy. I feel like I should, I mean, I should write, I should write uh, a series.
2: He used, used, used to smuggle Jews from who wanted to escape uh, 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 Tehran and wanted to escape Baghdad because of a lot of persecution on the Sephardic side.
0: Yeah. Well, S- Saba was also a refugee, so, so to speak, from Poland. He fled... Saba was Germany, a refugee.
2: Right. To Israel. Right. To he's, Israel. He's, he fled, he fled, he fled uh, Poland, Germany... Uh, escaped to Russia, lived there for a couple of years, uh, and then came down to Italy, from Italy to Greece, Greece to Crete, and from Crete, he hopped on the ship. Him and his younger brother and younger sister hopped on the ship to uh, Israel and got smuggled in. It's crazy. This is during the uh, uh, the British, who as, at that time occupied uh, Palestine, the British mandate.
0: Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brits owned a lot of land over there.
2: Well, Oh, the, the you know, the expression for the British back in the old days is the sun never sets on the British Empire. So if you go all the way around the world besides India, South Africa, Indonesia, you know, all that, Argentina,
0: all that area. Here. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Correct. Interesting. Correct. Wow, I never heard that. Okay. Cool. All right. Well, I'm glad we talked quickly about Festivus. I'm I was hoping you had some more griefs, some more beef with people, but you know, it's fine.
2: No, I you know, I just um I might have had uh, more grievances, but uh, those days are over. Those days are. I mean, what what's what's um, what's to be gained in being angry, right?
0: That's true. I don't know. Sometimes it feels besides good. Besides comedy, but besides
2: comedy, yeah, yeah. Words no, of wisdom. I, I no, I understand that. There, there. It's. Uh, i don't know i this the, the, maybe i'm tired of being angry because of the past four years because of politics and because of what's been happening to our country uh, and i take it personally because you know i'm an immigrant mm-hmm. you're my you the first generation uh american in my in our family right yep so for me And for mom, we're both immigrants, Um, you know, I take I I take pride in this country. I love this country. You know, for me, it's it's amazing. And to see this deplorable pussy grabbing scum and 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 his uh, and his supporters. Right. Um, You know, give me all these stupid excuses. Well, well, you know, he's uh, he's not a politician. I know he's a deplorable pussy grabbing scum. What does that mean? Is, is that what you want? Is that what you want running the running the government? <laughs> he's also a liar. He's also mis- misogynistic, you know, whatever you want to call him. He's, ne- he's never told, he's never said anything truthful. And that's his, but he is a master, a master in um uh, Advertising. That's true. I, and he's I feel a like master in advertising. We've
0: talked about this before. I know we're going on a, a on a different different trajectory here, but we've talked about this before because I've said to him, like, well, he's such a stupid, stupid man, and you're like, no, he's not. He's actually quite brilliant. I mean, to get to where he mm-hmm. is, to do the things that he's done, uh, he's he's a masterful puppet. He he's he's manipulated people. He's gotten to where he's gotten because he's smart. He can bullshit with the best of them, and he can fool the rest of them. He knows his target Incorrect.
2: audience. Right. Yeah. And that's and that's the whole thing. You know, we as as people, you know, and forget about whether it's Republicans or Democrats, we there were things that happened. It it was like a a perfect storm. Right. You know, uh, when Obama was elected the first time, I was elated and the country was elated.
0: I remember that. I remember when, you, when it was 2008, and we were in New York City, and we were driving through New York City because you were dropping me off in my apartment. And people in Union Square were celebrating in the streets; they were literally jumping on our car, and we were so happy about it.
2: Remember, it was over over the top, and and that for me would lasted for four years. I was disappointed the second his second term, Obama's second term, because I was hoping there will be significant change you know to our country um, and the second term didn't happen to be a significant change Partic- you know particularly uh, immigrants minorities etc you know you know me I'm a big socialist I know. Um, and and that that didn't happen and and uh, you know Obama, you know, sort of wrapped himself around uh, capitalism, which is fine up to a point, but not the second term. And the second term was really he favored the banks. He bailed out banks and, you know, the rich got richer. And that's why I was upset the se- the second term. And I was glad Obama was out. And and but when Obama uh, lost, when Hillary came aboard and ran for president, you can see all the racists. No one like Hillary way back when and I happen to like her because she was a a good you know she might she might not be the most ethical person but she really had a lot of good things um in her head and she did a lot of good things when she was uh first lady uh when she was uh first lady of of governor clinton in arkansas
0: secretary of state and everything
2: Right, but that's later on, and Secretary of State and all that. But you know, once once uh, Trump was uh, the nominee for the, during that the election, you know, for for the uh, for the nomination, you can see the racists. All the racists came out. Yeah, you know, everyone absolutely. was a racist. You know, you know, it's like the, it's we have I, have I have discussions the last four years about people, you know, who say you know, well, you know, black lives don't matter. What about every all lives matter? I said, listen, everyone has, every group, has has their their uh, uh, p- uh, p- affiliation? You know, the Jews have the JDL, blah blah blah, this and that. I said, Black Lives Matter for African Americans, and th- 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 this is someone that that can that can uh, th- they can they can uh, relate to. I said, so why are you giving why are you telling them they shouldn't be uh, they they shouldn't be heard? It's like the Italian American League, you know, when they fight about Columbus Day and all that stuff. <laughs> yeah, you know, no one. <laughs> Yeah. You know, no one says, no one says, oh, you, you know, stupid guineas, you know, that kind of stuff, <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah. So it's, 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 it's silly. It's silly. You know, racism is, I believe everyone is racist. That's uh, it. Everyone, that, that's the rule.
0: Everyone has a little racism. A hundred percent.
2: I right. completely agree. But everyone, for me, I live by the rule. Everyone, everyone is racist. There's always exception to the rule, Right. So I try to I try to hang out with people and, and, disc, and talk with people, and I don't mind people who are racist, as long as they give me reasons why they're racist, and then I can talk them into understanding what they mean by. And it's not really racism; it's called ignorance. Yeah. And when people are ignorant, they become racist,
0: and 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 and, and uneducated, which goes with ignorance.
2: Right. And that's and well, you know, I mean. Uh, Amy has Amy. We've we, I've known friends from Amy's side, who are you know, who are religious Orthodox Jews, smart people, doctors, lawyers, and they you know when I when I talk with them I talk to them when Obama was president. And one woman says to me, I despise Obama. I should die. And then we That's have crazy. this conversation. He goes, He's against Israel. Yeah. And just the year before, he, before it was the end of his uh, term mm-hmm. in um, uh, uh, the, the, the eighth year, he signed a $10 billion loan, $10 billion to Israel that will be forgiven. OK, the following year. And when I mentioned that to this orthodox group of people, they go, I, I don't believe it. I said, OK, Google it. They Google it. And sure enough. And even after they read it in several different articles, they they said, well, you know, he was forced to do it. You have to see they have to do it. He wasn't running yeah. again.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, people, but, p- facts, facts and that stuff doesn't matter anymore. It just doesn't. None of that matters. Well.
2: Well, and that's and that's the brilliance of what Donald Trump had done. You know, he kept on throwing, you know, he always has just a little bit of facts, you know, like maybe one percent. You know, mm-hmm. but the other ninety nine percent don't doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So, you know, and and that's his his moving. He's made everything. You know, you watch it on TV, you see. All these Trump supporters, you know, they, they spewed the same bullshit, you know. Oh, Obama wasn't is a Muslim. It wasn't born in this country, blah, 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 blah. And that just perpetuated, you know, to where we are today, where, you know, uh, Biden stole the votes and in the, the, and the votes are not are not really true. And they brought in boxes and all of a sudden all the all these, uh, you know, uh, right in votes came in from nowhere. And he's 10 million. T- uh, Eight million or nine million people voted more for Biden than for Trump, and how could that be? It's got to be fake.
0: Of course,
2: it's got to be false. Doesn't work for them. So going back to Festivus. So going back to Festivus. Yeah, that's my grievances.
0: (laughs) Perfect. That was a great way to wrap that little segment up. Uh, I want to talk some just personal stuff with you. I mean, I was going to go into news stuff, but I figured this is a good conversation we're having. Um, You're an architect. You're a contractor. You've done designed some fantastic work in your in your life.
2: I'm not a contractor. I'm a developer.
0: Developer, my bad. I apologize.
2: What is what
0: would you say is your most biggest hit or proudest building you've constructed? You've designed. What is, like what is your like? What doesn't have to be famous. What is what are you most proud of? And if you have a couple, let me know. I'm just I'm curious. We don't really talk about you know the buildings that you build. We talk about it like, hey, check this out. But like. You know, in, in your scope of work, in your, in your scope of, you know, in your working throughout life, what is your most proudest building or buildings that you've done?
2: Well, I, ha- I have several. Um, and I was part of a team in terms of the design and doing the able to to uh, do the drawings for the constructability of these buildings. And the first one that comes to mind is when I work with IMP mm. And I was in charge of designing the Louvre. Not the entire Louvre, just the entrance to the Louvre, which is the pyramid. And I worked on that for two years, um, designing with I.M. And that's actually my, my greatest accomplishment, accomplishment because, you know, he had the concept, but I took that concept that was in the back of a, a napkin, as they say, and made it into um Into design into a building and all the details that a contractor or a or a big firm can actually build it. Right. You know the glass and and the space frame. And the second was was similar. uh, Actually, two others. But the second one was uh, the Bank of China in Hong Kong, which is the 102-story building. And I designed that. You know, I was in charge of. Putting the team together and and putting the construction documents with, together with I Pei. and that's and really with I and Pay. Oh my! God. And then the last you blow, you're blowing you're blowing and, Indy's mind right now. You're blowing my mind, Mister Dressler. <laughs> and uh, and the last three was uh, uh, a uh, joint venture design production between Mom and I producing you. Seth and Emmett, <laughs> Oh, Love that's it. lovely. That's Love lovely. It.
0: I really thought you were going to go with the the National Rock Roll Hall of Fame that you helped with. I am Pei.
2: That was I. That was a great project. It wasn't my best. It was. It wasn't. It wasn't a great design. It was just. It just has a lot of uh, marketing. Uh, you know, um, it has a lot of marketing because oh, it's a Rock Roll Hall of Fame and it's really great.
0: Yeah.
2: You know, the other the other one was the Holocaust Museum in uh, in Washington, D.C. Oh, yes. Yeah, but those buildings weren't my favorites. My favorite was the Louvre and uh, and uh, uh, Bank of China in Hong Kong. We did, I told you, I also did the other, you knew I did the other Bank of China in Beijing. Yeah. Remember that one I told you about. So, yeah. And that was actually more of a, uh, for me, was not the design as much; it was the experience. Uh, going back and forth to China. You Remember, I used to come home and you know go back and forth, on uh, you know to watch your soccer games and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, so that 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 was that was really big only because of the culture uh, that happened in uh, in China because of the uh, uh, of that building and China was opened up to more Western architecture and western architects and design. western living
0: yeah interesting uh i'll let you go here in a minute but i just want to you know sort of talk about architecture and you know building and everything new york uh currently right now you know it's had a rough year in terms of the coronavirus business are closing but you know what i what i love about being your son is that When we took trips growing up as a kid we didn't take trips to go to the beach or go to some exotic island we took trips based on buildings you know locale and going to see these structures you know like i remember when we came to la we didn't really go to santa monica beach we went to the bradley building you know we went and saw uh the greenhouse what 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 do you see in the future in terms of manhattan like how it's being built and it's, it's it's ever changing it's an ever changing you know uh island but in terms of what you you know what you're seeing now there's a lot of business, businesses that are closing up buildings that are closing up because of i mean everything's just you know on lockdown right now where do you see in terms of architecture how do you see like things changing you know i feel like the only original part of manhattan in terms of building structure that is left is like the east village lower east side greenwich like anything below 20th street and below i feel like everything above that has just been built you know, it, it's just, it's just commercial buildings now. It's all like these, you know, um, like Levittown high rises, so to speak.
2: Well, I do It's actually yours is a two part question. Question the the COVID issue and, and the lockdown. That just. I, my, my personal opinion uh, New York is New York and this this is going to be just a temporary thing you know people you know have left New York uh, and the people that have left New York are the ones who could afford it and move to Long Island or even come to New Jersey you know to uh like Montclair or Tenafly or, or close to or Creskill. I mean those houses are being sold and have been sold uh, and uh, to reach it, oh yeah, it reaches you know a house that was uh, you know eight hundred thousand dollars is now going for one million six, right. two million dollars, and they're closing re- relatively quickly. But New York itself, you know, Manhattan, Brooklyn, uh, Queens, Bronx, Staten Island. Uh, well, Staten Island's a separate issue, but Manhattan it will always be Manhattan. Williamsburg will always be Williamsburg. Um, what's happening? So so the COVID, it shut down the city. I think once uh, the vaccine becomes more normal, um, and we, you'll see within a year and a half, two years, things are coming back, uh, uh, will be coming back. I mean, people now are taking advantage of cheaper rent, not cheap rent, cheaper, you know, than what it was a year ago. Absolutely. You know, but more than it was a but, decade but, ago, I'm sure. But 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 don't forget but don't know but don't forget the prices were high last year, so they went down. So the, the average rent came down about twenty percent. Twenty percent is nothing. I mean, a one bedroom for four thousand dollars. What's twenty percent? Twenty percent of four thousand dollars. You know, is, is nothing. Right. Right. So my time. So that yes, there's a lot, there are a lot of vacancies, and that will change. The- next couple of years. We, well, the architecture is a little bit different. And because of New York and, and the way it's handled, um, there's not, there's not enough, en- enough room, enough space, uh, and, and to uh, sort of gather or compile uh, a, a large piece of property. So there's smaller properties. And you can see the last five or seven years, these sliver buildings that are going up 80, 80 stories, ninety stories, a hundred stories, with all these mega apartments yeah. selling for twenty million, thirty million, Crazy. forty million dollars. You know, and that and that's the elitist uh, that's that's been happening. Elite, 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 elitism that's been happening in Manhattan oh, I is think that It, was happening, it was happening.
0: I feel like it was happening when I was living there a decade ago.
2: Not as not as not as flamboyant as it is now. Now you now you're getting uh people to come in, actually major architects, you know, like uh uh Rudolph and uh Liebeskind, et etc. They're designing, you know, all the all these buildings that are Crazy and archi- fantastic architecture, but you know, 90, 80 stories up in the air. I mean, you, can you imagine living in a penthouse 80, 90, 110 oh, no, stories no. up?
0: I see these things, it's, it's, and the pool, it's
2: crazy. Yeah. And so, and you're paying 40, 50, 60 million dollars. There, there was one resale just now of this beautiful building on Fifth Avenue for 110 million dollars. I mean, it's like an obscene number. Yeah. You know, so you can see. So the so those buildings are coming up just north of of Thirty uh, Second Street, going east and west. Uh, Chelsea, uh, you know, the High Line area. Those are beautiful architecture as well, and but they're only ten stories high. The Lower East Side that will change eventually, but the the, the uh, uh, the uh, zoning board is is trying to keep that area in low in density
0: yeah I mean that's I, I love the lower East side to me it's 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 yeah I mean it's the streets
2: everything. well you're, you're like me you look like, it's you love the ethnicity yeah you know there's so much different it's flavors uh, mixed in with the you know hipsters and all that stuff so I don't like the hipsters but that's very that's very cool that's very cool the the reality is the city will the architecture part of the city is now going, is going through, excuse me, these transformations in mega buildings. It's no longer a couple of buildings here, a couple of buildings. It's mega buildings. Uh, You look at, um, uh, on the west side, where where the Javits Center is, and over the railroad tracks, they're building like twenty thousand apartments over the railroad tracks, and you got to see it. It, it has changed since you left. You know, the High Line now goes all the way up to Thirty Fourth Street. I thought um, it goes to Forty Second. Well, I said up to 34th Street where the the the, uh, the uh, railroads are and they're building a, a, a concrete pad over it and building these, you know, the, these huge buildings. I mean, it's amazing.
0: Yeah. Interesting. Uh, you know,
2: so I mean, the same the things happen at, the Same
0: things happening here in L, in, in, in L.A., you know, that's becoming Manhattan wood now. It's like these tall high rises and who's moving in them because, you know.
2: But, here, but here's the difference in L.A. and, and New York. The L.A. Arch, architecture is not the star-studded architects that are designing New York skyline. Gotcha. Right? Yeah. Uh, there, there, are, there are about maybe 20 of them that you can, that you can uh, spew off who are amazing, and younger architects who are also amazing. Um are uh, uh, just uh, you know creating beautiful architecture and, and beautiful fabric to uh, uh, to the city and creating a whole new vernacular.
0: It's crazy. That's awesome.
2: Um, yeah, it, 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 it's it's ama- and It's really exciting time. Uh, it's unfortunate what happened with with COVID, but it's really an exciting time uh, to be an architect uh, to be to a be a young architect yeah. or going to school architecture and seeing all this uh, architecture. You know, new 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 architecture, new buildings.
0: Gotcha. All right. Well, Dad, this is. I mean, I didn't realize we've been talking for like an hour. So, uh, 45 minutes at least. I didn't know that. But this is a great. Okay. This is a great. Well, I'm gonna okay. let you go. I'm gonna continue the show. Okay. Uh, thank you for joining ahead, us, sweetie. I love you. Hey,
2: anytime. I love you too.
0: I love you. Call Annie. me again. Tell Amy say you. bye. Is she there? She is already sleeping. Oh, she's already <laughs> asleep. All right. Uh, go join her. I'll, right. I'll, I'll give you a call later.
2: All right, sweet. Bye. Bye. Take care, DJ. Indy. Indy. Indy, He's that's it. Indy. <laughs>
0: like Indiana Jones. Like Indiana Jones. Take care. Bye pop. Bye. Dude. All right. Well, that was that was a really that was a lot longer than I thought I was gonna have my dad.
1: That was really cool. Yeah, that was.
0: It took. So I think exciting. it took a, like a little to get into it. You know, like I, I feel like the unplanned stuff, as it always does, the organic things, the improv things, always turn out better. But we were on the. That was a forty-five minute thing we just did.
1: I love how, um, just like so effortlessly, he just threw in like he, you know, designed the entrance to the Louvre. Yeah, that's yeah. my dad. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, I, I did the Hong Kong bank. Yeah. You know, and I'm like googling this, and literally he's, my head he's is very exploding. humbling.
0: He's very humble. He He's doesn't brag about it. Incredible guy, you know. Uh, I I used to. I mean, I remember when he went to Ohio uh, to Cleveland to open up the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame with IMP. I was like, this is this is amazing. I was bragging to all my friends, you know. This is like when Green <laughs> wow. Day and Raging Against the Machine ninety four ninety five was like popping. Yeah. So he got all these cool shirts and stuff. I'm like, look at me, my dad. You know, wow. like building these things and. Yeah, I mean the dude's got stories for days. I should probably bring him back on. We'll bring him back. No, on again. he
1: is a fixture for the show. I gotta say, I I don't know your family. I yeah. don't you know. I don't even know your brother. No, and he just. And moved I out gotta here. say, I know everybody now. Yeah. And I feel like I'm part of the family. Maybe and I should I just, maybe the, I should maybe she should be the maybe she be the Dressler show and just have him on. <laughs> just <laughs> cut Dressler out the Dressler show. Slap out this Zach here and just put the Dressler. I had, show. I had no idea that your dad was an actual celebrity. He's listen, my dad's, he's, he's like what Ted Mosby
0: wanted to be. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. He is Ted Mosby from How I Met Your Mother. He is yes. exactly that. He is exactly
1: that. And uh, I am the biggest fan of How I Met Your Mother. And that is Ted. It's literally Ted at the highest summit. I Ted. We didn't even get
0: into the like, you know, when he was talking about my my grandparents and my mom's grandparents and my mom my mom's parents, my other grandparents, you know, and this whole thing growing up. I mean, he didn't and and dealing drugs and making eighty thousand, paying for his own money. I mean, there's so many other stories in there that I know that I was going to ask. I mean, he. Uh, You know from hearing from my from his you know his brother who's no longer around and other friends that you know I've met throughout the years like did your father ever tell you about the time? He dated the acid Queen from uh, the acid Queen from Brooklyn and I go no, I'd love to know more about this You know like it's just and like I mean when we when I was living in Manhattan, you know for ten years and he would come and visit me and he'd pick me up and we'd go, you know, just drive to Brooklyn or come back into the city or come from Jersey to, to the city and he'd drop me off, whatever it may be. You know, I mean, he would tell me stories about, like, I remember this over here. Like, we would drive down St. Mark's Place, right? Famous street. A lot of, like, CBGB's is there. There's a lot of famous things that happen. They're no longer there, but it's a very, very old, famous street. And we would drive by and he goes, you know, I used to sell, sell Quaaludes on that stoop. I used to come oh here and God. and I was like, Fuck, okay. And that's what I love about my dad. My dad, you know, he, growing up, he was like, Listen, I don't expect you not to use drugs, you know, because I did. I'm not gonna be a hypocrite and tell you I mean he would he didn't want me to. You
1: know, and he's i such didn't. such an upstanding guy. He I is got to say he's so he's so uh, uh three dimensional. I would even say four dimensional. Four dimensional. He's he's that's interesting.
0: And that's why and that's why people uh, you know, people really love him. Um you know, people again. People flocked him. People enjoy, you know, his time, like being with him. You know, and and like my friends enjoy being with him. But uh, we'll bring him back on the show. Definitely, uh, this He's has a been a long show. It. Should we even get into
1: the other topics? Or should, no, no, no nope. Yep, not at all. I think this that was has a perfect, been a incredible it journey. Has. Yeah, it's, it's
0: been enjoyable. And, and honestly, the other stuff was not that good. And people
1: um, were gonna skip through it anyway on the podcast. <laughs> Are, no, you guys, just... are you guys skipping out on all my things?
0: I'm so offended. No, I mean,
1: comparatively. Like, Absolutely. say, say if we go through all the segments right now. No, nah, we, we'd be another hour. For It'd be another it. hour. Right, It'd
0: exactly. be another hour. But this was fun. Uh, I enjoyed this. Great. I'm Andy, I'm glad, you know, you got to talk to my dad and meet my dad. That
1: was so great. That I definitely so awesome. want
0: to. I definitely want to. Um. You know, I, I I bring him on and Maybe maybe be a weekly thing. Maybe it's a bi-weekly thing. I'm not sure we'll work it out again This show is it's it's in its, you know, it's in its infancy You know, we're working out the kinks working out it things. Grew, but
1: it grew legs today. That, it did uh, it, it did.
0: it did and uh, you know I gotta I think I have to work, you know when I bring people on have to work on I think I'm a pretty good interviewer I got to work on that. I think I did an okay it's job episode three. I know but I'm so hard on myself don't be! I'm so I, every. Uh, this this, is, is, this conversation is the way I. With this is the dad. way I. I know. But like even then, like when I was talking to my dad, I was ner- like, I talked to my dad on a daily basis, sometimes multiple times per day, <laughs> and like just bring him on. I was like, man, I'm fucking nervous to bring my dad on the show,
1: <laughs>
0: you know. And of course, like you know, he say I didn't notice you were nervous. He, so well, I mean, I I, I I I I brought it in a little bit. um but yeah, that's he loves it he loves to drop curse words. He loves I mean he loves calling <laughs> Donald Trump uh, uh, a deplorable pea scum. You know? That was
1: I love that catchphrase. That's like the um, oh, let me let me the I, epitome uh, of exactly who I'm gonna go the to his space person right he now. is. Oh that that's exactly who he is. Yeah. He'll
0: he'll he'll cut you to the core, but he'll be sweet about it. Right. Like if I go to his, I'm going to go to his, that was him being sweet. If I go to his, if I go to his Facebook page right now, right? And we just scroll down, right? The first, literally the second post that he has, I'm so disappointed. I thought the auction was going to blow up the deplorable pussy grabbing scum. (laughs) The next post, right? That's a wedding post up the next post. After that, this stabilizing force in quotes, in the deplorable pussy grabbing scum's administration is a racist white supremacist. Every I'm not even. It's just. It's look. I'm just gonna scroll
1: through it. You 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 can see it here on the screen. Deplorable pussy a, He could have a, uh, um, a a career in comedy, not even just architecture. Oh,
0: that's where I get part of my of course my social skills. No, so, definitely. You know, we always talked about doing a podcast together. He actually thought about when my mother passed, um, and he was dating again. He actually thought about starting a Twitter account <laughs> called at dating at 60 <laughs> You know and, and just great. and just vlogging or, or blogging and, and just tweeting about it He didn't I wish he did and I wish him and I did something sooner, but um, Listen, this is know, great. We this got is a great time. start. Yeah, it is it is and I've enjoyed I enjoyed talking to him I enjoyed you know doing this today as always uh, Thank you for joining the show um, Please hit subscribe if you don't want to subscribe, that's cool too. I won't be offended. Check us out. Check out the pod, audio version on um, you know all platforms: Apple, Spotify, Apple, Spotify, iHeartRadio, iHeartRadio, Stitcher. Yes. yes. We'll talk to you next week. Everybody, have a good night.